Welcome to the Exit Strategy, your no bullshit guide to divorce with the experienced attorneys from New Direction Family Law and guests that have been there. Unfiltered discussions to help you move from victim to victorious and from bitter to better. Aloha, everyone. I'm Elizabeth Stevens, <laughs> New Direction Family Law. Hello. <laughs> I'm Sarah Hink, Elizabeth's law partner and podcast buddy. And one of us is going to Hawaii soon. We are. Is that where that came yeah, from? Yeah, pretty much. It's on my mind. It's not me, <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> or Jen. I don't know. But we're excited. She's it's there. usually just Sarah and I that you get to listen to. But we have somebody pretty fantastic in here today with us. Mike Doyle, please introduce yourself and tell us a little bit. I'm Mike Doyle. <laughs> Yes, he has a, a podcast, uh, a book, book. A, re- a recent book that came out. But what does he have to do with divorce? No, I know Jen. he traveled around the country in a van or something. But that was, that was about Jen, why did we bring this guy here? All of this is like slightly close. <laughs> You nailed it. <laughs> we try to do our pre-research. Yeah, you can tell. No, I I you on Instagram, so I do love the comic, and I love the comic the how to get divorced comic and that's what we saw and we're like oh we got to have this guy on yeah Yeah, absolutely and you do more than that but obviously that's what we like the most yes and the couple's checklist it's very on brand for this podcast It is. Little backstory for, I guess, for me. I don't, Mike can tell it himself probably better. But. Why don't you let Mike tell his own story? <laughs> I'm just here to listen. <laughs> That's all I want to do. So tell us, what led to the creation of the comic? So I moved to Raleigh. I had sold everything. That's how I traveled. And that's how I found Raleigh. And I moved in downtown. I used to go to Jewel, mm-hmm. the Ashley Christensen old restaurant. So I'd go there at eight in the morning because there's no breakfast places. And I would just... I brought like a doodle pack because I wanted to get off my phone and uh, just get all the digital crap out of my head. So I would sketch. And for a year, I just kept sketching. Just you know how you just doodle and just random shit. Can I swear? I'm yes. Just, okay. Just random 100%. shit. 100%. <laughs> Fuck yes. Doors? Oh, wow. It's time to celebrate. So I would doodle and then Jewel went out of business. And then this is all just very random stuff. But then I went to pools and I was sitting there and I just came up with this character. And it was basically me. <laughs> and I just, I was like, let me just write him saying what like I'm frustrated about. And I did it, took a picture, posted it and uh, got like a bunch of likes. So I did my personal account. I was like, oh, next day I was like, I'll do it again. I'll do it again. So I haven't stopped for three and a half years. Wow. Every single day I'll take a picture. I'll get up in the morning and I'll doodle and I'll just think of something. I'm like, oh shit, I got to write a thing. <laughs> and it's like actually progressed. I went back and saw he's progressed over the years. And then I was like, let me play with this digital because I know animation. And I figured out how to do Instagram stickers because of clients of mine. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that's cool. I can make him like just humping things or like stabbing <laughs> things. Does some guy have- actually found my, some guy found my sticker because I put, you can put hashtags, but stab. And he just sit there stabbing. So you put it on top of it. <laughs> and uh, some guys, yeah, was this your dude? And so I went to, this guy's like a mountain biker and he posted it. So I messaged him. I was like, how'd you find that? He's like, I just looked up stab and you came up. <laughs> Top hit yes. on stab. That right there is we gold. all aspire yeah. to yeah. that. Don't, yeah. It's just the way you got to go. Yeah. Hashtags. Really great. Does he have a name? He does. Oh, this is a, a touchy topic for me. Oh. I tried to, when, when we, Mike and I <laughs> she got met it. via Zoom, I was like, oh, I think I found it. He's, it's out there if you search really hard. So we're going to send China on this. <laughs> on the, oh, she's a like internet stalker galore. So. Okay. <laughs> She's going to find the name of the comic, but no, he does not. I'll answer that. He question. does. No, he does. He has a name. <laughs> the character just came out of nowhere. It's basically me. It's right. just my version of almost like a Calvin and Hobbes, far side, 
not as cool. And uh, but then one day, my buddy of mine, like a mastermind group, he said, you should name the characters. Like, don't tell me what to do. I don't really like that. <laughs> but then I thought I woke up. I was like, oh my god, this is. It just popped in my head, and it there's like a. It all makes sense. And then I thought, maybe I'll just not tell anybody. And then I saw on the internet, I did something where I was like, oh, I actually put it out there. And it, it's really in your, if you see it, you're like, oh, wow, that's so just not hidden. But yeah, it's out there. But he has a name, but I just thought, like, I'm like, eh, I just don't want to tell anybody. Okay. Made yeah. of mystery. <laughs> yes. We respect that space. Yes. 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 It's like if someone found it, I'd be like, great. But it's just, and I was like, all right, that seems interesting. Yeah. Is it, isn't that like the Barbra Streisand effect? Or is it the opposite? What's that? What's that? Oh. I don't know what that is. I was like, I know the butterfly effect, but I don't know what the Barbra Streisand effect is. It's like withholding some information makes people more curious than it oh, would yeah, be absolutely. if they actually like knew the information. Well, what's that song that <clears throat> you're so vain, you probably think the song's about you? Yeah. Like, <laughs> she never told him about a guy paid like $5 million through an auction and he got to know who it was. was? It's like genius. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. It's like whispering. People yeah. listen to you. That old song, there's a song, and it's like a country music song, and, and it's about this guy that like jumped off the Alabama bridge or something like that. The Chattahoochee the, the, Okay. Elizabeth knows. <laughs> um, and ja- yeah, jumped off the Chattahoochee Bridge, and, like, and when the lyrics are like, they saw so-and-so and him throwing something over the Chattahoochee Bridge, and the singer, her name escapes me. But they always wanted to know who, what were y'all throwing off the bridge? And then eventually, like decades later, they made the movie and it was just like something random. Yep. But, but you wanted to know. All but everyone things. wanted to know. They wanted to know. Yeah. So it drove up all this popularity of the song. It was a really good song. It's a great song. You should listen to it. I digress. This, we're totally off topic. Yeah. Okay. It's just, it's sometimes cool to keep a mystery because it's like people like to think about things. So just like let them do that. And if he doesn't have a name, then maybe it's my name and it's me. These are my feelings. See, this is what it starts. That's very good. Also, thanks to the interwebs, it was the Tallahatchie Bridge and it's (laughs) Ode to Billy Joe by Bobby Gentry. That's right, Bobby Gentry. Yes, great song. Thank you. (laughs) I forgot the internet. You may not know this, but Sarah and I are divorce attorneys. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) We're not music uh, historians. (laughs) So you have this guide out there about going through shit. So yeah. what is that about? So the character comes about and I just start drawing it and I was like, this is something cool because it's there's no attachment and it's kind of like my own thing. I can do whatever I want to, uh, with it. And then a year or so later, a friend of mine, Jess Porta, who works at uh, Raleigh Founded, I'll throw a little uh, name drop, whatever I'm doing there, <laughs> shout out. And she was like, I made a book. I self-published it. I was like, how do you do that? She's like, go on Amazon Kindle and you can just upload it. You design upload. I was like, oh, it's amazing. So I did it and it was like a collection of my comic and I put it up there. But then I realized like these books, you basically done with them in 10 minutes, maybe. And I was like, how can I make this more, I don't know, funny or something? So I thought I was, I got hit with all these Facebook ads that are annoying. Like, these are my 10 secrets of all this bullshit. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I was like, we'll be like really fucked up to put on Facebook. I was like, oh my God, I'd do like a PDF of like how to get divorced and, and market that. Mm-hmm. So I was like writing it. I was at a uh, tasty in downtown. And I was just like writing on my phone the bullet points of like how to get divorced. And I just started writing my story. And I was like, this is actually just, I'm just going to just just draw my story. And then I just did it through Illustrator and then uploaded it. And I was like, this is interesting. So that's how the book came about. It's really good. I yeah. will, I yeah, will say. Yeah, I love it. Awesome. I did. I thought it was great. It's true. It's 100% true. The whole thing is completely Well, what got me, Well, I wasn't expecting the end and how you forgave everyone. Yeah. And that's the way you got to move on. To talk, do you mind talking a little bit Absolutely. about that? No, I'm, I'm totally transparent about anything. Um, sorry, my chair. It's my chair. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> totally just sure. There's no dog in here. So 
we got divorced and a year later we, we were living together and we got divorced in an apartment. And then a year later I was like, I need to not live here. This is awful. And I thought my whole business is virtual. So I sold everything and traveled the country for about seven months and I got back to Jersey and I had nothing. And I was like, well, I'll just keep traveling around. I came to Raleigh. But before this all happened, you weren't, oh. you were married. You skipped and... the whole divorce part. <laughs> well, so <laughs> what happened was. Okay. So the reason we got divorced and, and that's like backtrack. So she, we were like that couple that I thought the people would come to was like, are you guys really that happy? I was like, we are. I don't know. I was like, it just seems awesome. I've found the right person. Mm -hmm. It's just great. Mm -hmm. Dated for about three and a half years. The proposal was like awesome. It was just like how it all happened. And the wedding was so cool. And we did it together. We made like a website and we did like her name and my name is like her name versus my last name mm -hmm. as like the website. And then people said it was like, the, it was awesome. It was just so much fun. And then a month before she left, she came up to me and she started just saying insane weird shit. And I was like, I don't feel like you're distant. You feel like you're like 10,000 miles away. And she's like, I just don't know when I'm older, if I'm going to be the same person. I think I'm the same person now. I was like, all right. She said, do you want to go to therapy? So we went to like two therapy sessions. And the last one I came home, she went out with a friend for three hours, came home. And I was like, what the fuck's going on? She's like, uh, I forget. I, and I forget how she said it. She was just like, yeah, I don't want to do this anymore. And it's like snapped. I was yeah. like, I didn't like I lunge at her and tad. I just cracked. I was like, what? Because your brain, I think, I said this before on Jenny's podcast, I think it was like, I think your brain just establishes this path that you're going to go in this mm -hmm. direction. And then it just doesn't know what to do with that information. So once that endpoint is not possible, your brain just goes, can't compute, can't compute. Yeah. And right, it just snaps. Right. And that's like what I felt. And uh, it was just like, out of, it was really felt like it was out of nowhere. And even in like hindsight, she basically like, we were start. she was starting a CrossFit and I helped her start it and I gave her a lot of money. There was four partners. She fell in love with one of her partners. They got closer to the year. He's a big hippie piece of shit. And <laughs> she got more and more. She's like, now I see her now. And she's just, just different. She became like what she was going for. Right. Yeah. So it was right. just like, fine. Right. But I just wasn't ready for it, obviously. Yeah. And then, so that was it. Yeah. And then she just left and was just, I don't know. It, it was just like one from, we're super lovey and everything. And just to don't fucking come near me. Yeah. And you're like, how did that happen in like a day? I don't know. That I is so. Had, I just had a case that very much like this. And we, my client and I can't figure it out. It's the same thing you said. One day they were perfectly happy. The perf and he, he said, I don't know what happened. Yeah. And, and I don't know how to, and he's trying to answer that question. I'm saying, dude, you may never be able to answer no. that question. I think they just become what they were intended to be. I think I put it on. She was also, when we get, we met, I was 29 and she was 24. So it was a five year difference. Mm -hmm. So I went into my thirties. I've always known who I was. I think now, since then I've gotten way better with, really knowing myself. If I get mad about something, I'm like, all right, I, I'll be like, I'm going to do this for a little bit. And then I realize there's something else going on. Mm -hmm. 10 years ago, I was like, fuck that person. Mm -hmm. They're right, the right. devil. They're yeah. ruining me. And I would stew in it forever. Yeah. But she, I think she just was coming into her thirties and she started really developing and this is what she wanted. And mm -hmm. she, I think she felt like she was stuck and she just was like, at the end of the day, she just did a thing. It's right. what kind of coat of paint that I put on it. And it's still, still really super it. shitty. And I mean, do that. Oh, that's so fucked up. How do you treat? But it's, you can't, you can only control yourself <laughs> and your reactions to it. And we'll 100%. never be in this other person's head. And it's all. weird though. When you meet other people, when you're on their side of the fence and you're friends with them and they did something like that and you sit there and you're like, holy shit. Cause what I thought was, why is anyone friends with her? She's an awful person. Why would right. anyone be close to her? And then all of a sudden I'm making friends with people that are doing this other yeah. people and I'm seeing their side and you're like, 
this is a head fuck, man. You know, but is it just right, that it we're is. all just a little fucked up? Uh, yeah. yeah, it's just like people are just being people, and so it's you, you can. I just put a lot of weight on getting married because I always wanted to be married. My parents got divorced when I was a kid, and I was like, I never want to get divorced. It's the worst thing ever. So that's like manifested the yeah. thing that you don't want right. to think about, which yeah. is great. Thanks, universe. And, mm-hmm. shit. and that happens a lot, and people get like you said, you're just on this path. This is what I'm going to do. This is what's going to happen next, and I'm happy because I'm getting the things I think, think I, I want. want. Right. Yeah. And then you, someone else comes and makes a decision for you that you aren't expecting. And uncertainty of what's going to happen next is also just a giant beast in and of itself. Like people hate uncertainty. What do I do now? And uh-huh. what do you do? What did you do? Yeah. I think that's where we, we where we're so, started at. Yeah, so that kind of goes back and <laughs> forth. I stayed in our apartment and I tried to like work things out and just couldn't. I was just angry. Right. I couldn't sleep. <laughs> but I didn't realize I was going to doctors and nutritionists. I was like, I'm sleeping for 10 hours and I get up. And I have to take a 10 minute nap like 30 minutes later before yeah. I go out the door. And doctor's like, your blood work's fine. You're healthy. And my friend just looks, she was a nutritionist. And I talked to her the other day and she was, we were talking about this. She was like, you just look spent. Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't know. Is it, what's that shit with the adrenal fatigue? And I read all these books and all this crap. And I was just mad. I sold everything. I was like, this will help. <laughs> sold everything. Like literally all of our stuff within 23 days and then wow. just got in the road and I was like, I'm going to go to Austin, Texas in three weeks. I'll just book an Airbnb and then I'll eventually go to Portland. I had like reasons for doing all this stuff. And it was cool, but the whole time I was just mad and then like gave up drinking for five months on the road, which is nuts because I lived in Portland for three months. And yeah, yeah, like great year. Year. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. But uh, so I got back, got to Jersey, came to Raleigh, was just moved in here and I still wasn't like waking up in a buddy of mine. So then I went to a seminar, like a buddy, I was talking to a buddy of mine. He's like, you should go to this thing called Landmark. It's like this seminar where people go. And I was like, I don't know, man, that just sounds weird. <laughs> and I was like, how much is it? It's like 600 bucks? It's a weekend and then this and that. And I was like, nah, dude. But then he said one thing that just sold me. So my business partner did it. And now we're making like three times more money because his head got clear. And I was like, oh, I want to make money. I'm going yeah, to do this. Try it out. I was like, oh, this is great. And then I think I was in this, I was in that for two hours. I bought the ticket, went to New York. It was the week of my birthday. And then that weekend was my friend's wedding. So I had all this stuff lined up. So I go to the seminar. And it's, it's totally wild. Like people think it's like a call and it's every time I say it, I'm always like, someone's out there. Oh, that shit. It's really not. It's just a room for three days. They <laughs> have a, a philosophy. Touch of, a touch of no, it's like you leave, but it's like a seminar, right? You know, they, yeah. they, they're very specific about the stuff they do. And I highly recommend anyone go to it. Cause I mean, I, I thought I went to two of them and it was great. And I, I like landmark awesome. the bar downtown. <laughs> totally well, different. Uh, <laughs> it is downstairs <laughs> though. Like landmark yeah. the bar. They just didn't yes. serve anything. Yeah. But someone says something. She was like, he just didn't want to, be with me and I don't know how she said it and I just I literally physically I remember rolled my head back it's like oh my god we were just really good friends and that's what she saw this as and it's like something about it just clicked and I called her like in the seminar and I was like can we meet and she's like yeah absolutely so then we were like talking here and then someone would be like oh we'd be talking and sometimes I'd just explode and be like you fucking piece of shit <laughs> understandable yeah and then I went to the gym that helped like her create or with the like the business partners and I went in there first time I'd been back since we had split and then went into this room saw her saw him like literally was like I am over this and it was crazy and she did and this is too weird to, so she, she does like Reiki and shit so it was like my birthday was coming up so I literally just felt this like release and I remember two years prior to that I was on a run and I came back and was like, I think I just need to forgive them. And I texted my buddy. He's like, that's fucking stupid. Why would you do that? <laughs> but it was, it's once you get an inkling of the right thing, you feel this space. And then I was like, no, ego. 
can't do that. Yeah. And I wasn't ready. If I saw them, I still would have so much other fire. And mm -hmm. then it was like, it literally released. And then the Reiki thing just, for me, just makes sense. And the next day I was like, well, my birthday's tomorrow. It was like, you should do a free Reiki thing. And she's like, all right, cool. <laughs> and uh, so she does, it's so weird all this happens. She does it. And then I got super sick. Oh no. Like I'd like I don't think flu. that's how it's supposed to work. Well, I think what happened was I had so much, this is that's very I woo woo. I think I had so much negativity <laughs> and it was gone. And then I just had these empty holes that weren't filled with anything. And I think that's my take on it. Yeah. And then my buddy's wedding was that weekend and I was just like pushing through. I was like, dude, I feel like shit. And then, and then it was just like, then I felt better after the weekend and I got back and I was sleeping again. And it, it was just being mad and just figuring mm -hmm. out like, how do you get over that? Then our, uh, that takes so much energy. Our clients come in and they're pissed off too. And yeah. you try to tell them that you got to let this go. You got to get this out. And it's really hard. I think you have to be pissed for a certain amount of time before you can even consider. Yeah, you get, you get you, time you, to you be get pissed to off. That yeah, a little bit. A little bit but you're, if you stay there too long, it's unhealthy for you. You're right. It's Physically, mentally, like other relationships hurt because of it. It's just, and I love that little, the saying, holding on to anger is like drinking poison and expecting the other, other person, person to die. die. And they're yeah. not going to. Like only you are hurting yourself. Totally. But forgiving them face-to-face -face is a, a huge deal. Well, then you have control, right? right? That's true. When I think there's another way it's, Oh, they did this to me. They, did this. they just did something. They just did what they did. Yeah. And when you sit there and they have to feel this pain, it's like they're never going to feel they're that. They're not no. going to feel it. They're and not. then you're giving away your control. And once you take it back and you're like, the only person, the only thing that can tr fix this is me. And then once you take that in, there's like this empowerment feeling and you feel, I'm sure you feel sad, but then it's on you. Right. Because it's, I'm thinking, oh, she's like thinking of me all the time. And <laughs> she's thinking, oh, this guy sucks. And and I bet I could ask her now. I don't talk to her, but she'd probably be like, I maybe thought of you twice. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> maybe. She's like, that. she's creating this new life with this guy and they have kids now. And it's just, they just go off on their own. And think of anyone. I'm sure there's someone out there thinking maybe, I don't know, from like high school or some crap of maybe something you did and they still hold, hold on, on to it. it. And you're like, what? what? Yeah. Like, yeah. I had to go true. to therapy for 10 years. You're like, are you fucking crazy? I, I still have a crush on a guy I had a crush on in middle school. But I haven't seen him <laughs> in 20 years. You just don't know these little things that live in people's heads. I wonder who has a crush on me from middle school. Yeah. Like, there's there's always go. that connection, man. Yeah. yeah it could be not, the same person. let it go. Okay. <laughs> this is actually a ruse. It was an intervention. Yeah. <laughs> Finally. You brought it up. Oh, no. Uh, okay, I don't so, know what else to say. Uh, I'm silent. So you forgave. You got rid of all that negative shit. So that helped you move forward in, in another relationship and in your life? And oh, no. I, I Last year was the first time I actually truly liked someone again. And I did date someone for about seven months, when, about a couple years after I was here. And we got, we knew from the beginning it really wasn't going right. to go anywhere. But we were just like, we just got along and sex was good. Well, that's always the point. Yeah. That can always always. I was like, well, that was nice. You can get by on that for a while. Yeah. 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 yeah totally works. Yeah. Yeah. But I met, I, last year, so I'm always like finding coaches here. It's either sales or business or blah, blah, blah. And I had a life coach a couple years ago. And then I had like, recently I have another life business coach, this guy, Dave Gold. He's out of Durham. And he was talking to me last year and. I was on his podcast with his business part at the time and it was about business. And they're like, do you want to coach you? Do you want to go through it? And I was like, yeah. And we we're talking about business. And his partner was like, I'm saying, um, like, here's all these business stuff. And I was like, yeah. And he's like, I think you're more stuck on something. He's like, and we started talking. So he's like, we want to just do like a side thing. So we started talking. He's like, man, you got to really let go of this whole not want to date anybody thing. Because <laughs> I think you are your best, not your best, but there's a part of you that's being like subdued 
because you're not dating anybody. I was like, ah, whatever, dude, fuck that, <laughs> fuck chicks, <laughs> they're, they're, they're the devil, they're gonna, yeah. I don't wanna put any, like, my control, I don't lose control. Right. And then he helped me, and he's all the woo-woo too, and then all of a sudden I just met someone last year, and was like, just, oh my God. And then I went right back into me being, like, just very loving and open to a relationship. And uh, then it didn't work out, but we're still friends and things like that. So I handled it differently. Right. Like, yeah, the other right. girl that was dating in Durham, when we broke up, we handled it really well. And I, she met someone within a year and got engaged like super fast. And I, I was like, That's I'm so happy for yeah. you. Right, right. It's crazy. It's yeah. like when you stop blaming other people mm -hmm. for things, it's like you just dated someone. Yeah. That's you know? it. Yeah. So it's like. Yeah. You try it out. It didn't work. Work, work. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. We mean, tell someone who just got divorced or left on either side currently they're gonna listen to it, like fuck you they don't listen no <laughs> they, don't, well, they, don't, they don't listen and they don't listen to us for the most hey guys it's jen with new direction family law let's face it divorce affects a lot of people myself included i've been there there's no easy way around it it just sucks but determining the finances of one household splitting into two can be one of the most stressful issues of divorce will alimony or child support have to be paid who gets the house and the cards who has to pay all the credit card debt or any other debt do i get to keep all of my retirement these are all important questions that you need answered going into a divorce. And it's so important that you're represented by an experienced family law attorney that can answer these questions for you and help you develop a plan specifically for you and your situation to move forward. New Direction Family Law has over 30 years experience protecting the rights of our clients when going through divorce. We aggressively advocate, support, and educate our clients to achieve the best possible outcomes. So give us a call today to schedule an initial consultation at 919-719-3470 or reach out to us via our website at newdirectionfamilylaw.com. I think a lot of us have been through whatever traumatic thing we've been through in life. That's what it is. Her telling you that she didn't love you anymore and loves your best friend instead or the, the business partner, that's trauma. Oh, totally. That's like a train wreck in your head. Like, what the fuck is happening? And so you have to, like, go through PTSD healing to right. get over that. Right. And then, like, other instances in life might bring that back. Like, if you thought of something that reminded you of her or see something or a mutual friend, like, it's like a little trauma. It's like triggers it again. Right. So totally. it's like working through that. And then, like, relationships in the future, you get better about handling those reminders of her or just of the situation and how to get through it. And then you just become better at just handling yourself in these feelings and be like, yeah. okay, I'm feeling this. Right. It's natural. And you acknowledge it. And then you just move on. People notice that. So you're attracting better people because you're a better person. And that energy yeah. and that karma, as I always say, karma is a beautiful thing. It always comes back. Yeah. You know. Oh, it came back too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you want to know how it came yeah, back? Yeah, I want to know that. This, this is so great. A buddy of mine told me this. <laughs> So I got back to Jersey. I flew back because a buddy of mine asked me to officiate his wedding. And I was like, that's awesome. Actually, inside story too. You know, what, the reason I was, I, I got it done. <laughs> this part's actually crazy. So three months before she left, I forgot this part. My dad died suddenly. And then mm. three months later, she like, Trauma. yeah. But I got officiated to do my buddy's wedding. Like he was going to get married right when my dad was in the hospital for a month. So mm -hmm. it was like, I was like, dude, I can't do this. So I had this internet certificate. Mm. And I was on the road. My friend's like, yo, me and Melissa want you to officiate the wedding. I was like, oh, this is a reason to come back to Jersey. So it's like full circle. So I yeah, finally right, get to do that. Right. It's like for a really good friend. And then so I'm sitting at the reception. And my buddy's like, dude, so did you hear what happened with the whole thing? I was like, no. He's like, oh. <laughs> he goes, apparently, this is amazing. 
There was four partners. One of them never really got along with the rest of them. It was like the two of them versus the one guy and the other guy was between them. And then, so they were like, eventually, and like, I never got along with this guy. And then as soon as we broke up, like me and him was like friends, enemies or whatever it's, whatever the saying is. Turns out they tried to kick him out. And so he got a lawyer, they got a lawyer, their lawyer's wife started going to the gym. (laughs) And then the other partner who I don't know where this came from. He starts sleeping with the, the lawyer's wife. And then the guy who took the guy that my ex left me for confronted him in the class and was like, I'm really disappointed in you. I can't believe you did this. And he's like, you're one to talk <laughs> in front. This is how just stupid this whole situation was. Then that guy leaves, takes 80 of their members and basically collapses the business <laughs> and they have to shut it down in a month. Oh my completely. Goodness. And then they were, sixty thousand dollars in debt or some crap like that so it's like the th- it was just amazing how that crumbled because of that same toxic it, crap right, that he's right. exactly oh man when i heard that i was like oh karma uh, no. it's karma. Oh, oh, beautiful thing. so just yeah there's some weird pheromones in that gym <laughs> crossfits are weird man yeah talk about cults we can circle back around on that but yeah <laughs> That's why I don't go to the gym. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All gyms. Elizabeth just takes away from all gyms. Avoid gyms. Avoid cults. They're one and the same. <laughs> they make you come back in person to cancel your membership. I never understood that. But yeah. you did. You went through an amazing journey. And then I, I love the book and the comic. Yeah. And it's great. And yeah. I especially like just you highlight so well and so simply the yeah. kind of like phases yeah. that you go through. At one point you're drinking a lot. And then the next thing you're bouncing back and you're on Tinder. And then you're like, fuck Tinder. <laughs> Can't do that. And then you're like, I got to like completely start brand new. And that will change everything. And it's like wherever you go, there you are. So you went around the country and you still have all this baggage you're working through and haven't dealt with yet and come back. And you really don't ever heal from it until you deal with it. 100%. And that's really just like you can't. I don't think, you know, you can mask it for as much as possible. And I think it's like when it's not working, that's when you start having that inner inner dialogue. Mm -hmm. Okay. Like all these things are supposed to be fixing this or not. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to keep walking this broken foot until I have to go put a, put a cast on it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but it's not the foot. It's, it's the grounds. You know, it's, it's causing me this pain. It's right. like, no, yeah. you're a broken right. bone. Right. Yeah. And you're masking it. You're masking yourself. So that's what I tell my clients that want to date. I'm like, I give the spiel legal if they can or if they shouldn't, whatever. But if you're masking your feelings and you're like masking yourself and how are you going to start a relationship if that's who you're showing the world. Like someone that hasn't dealt with this shit. Yeah, at some point that's going to crumble. It's going to crumble. And then that person's going to be like, that ain't who I thought you were. And then it's going to happen all over again. So you really got to work through that before you get on Tinder first, I guess some sex or something, if that's what you really need. But yeah, it's like you try to jump back in somehow, but it's like, I just see all these idiots. They get a relationship and they jump back in another one. It's like, what do you think you're doing? Yeah. But they do think you're just, some people are just serial monogamous. They have to be, look at, J-Lo and Ben Affleck. Come on. Serial monogamous. I mean, (laughs) engaged or married like five times. I know. I think you mean like serial daters. Well, monogamy. You're, you're well, like, you always have to be with somebody. No, it sounds like you're just saying not multiple people at one time. Yeah. Oh, oh, I hear you saying. I hear you saying. I was like, yeah, people, I typically stay monogamous, but not always in a relationship. Yeah, but some people are sidetracked by. That's where they get their identity from. Yeah. I mean, I've been in divorce court and had people say, Would you come be a witness for me in the magistrate's office so I get married? Okay. uh, No. Take Mm. a breather. (laughs) Take a breather. So that leads us into that. You have this other thing, the couple's guide to seeing if you should keep dating. Yeah. (laughs) So what's that about? So the one thing when I started doing books, like the first one, I was like, Okay. 
you're going to pick it up. You're going to put it down. There's no reason for you to keep opening this book. So then the second one was supposed to be a joke and it was going to be like a PDF. There's always a marketing thing. It was like, oh, you download a PDF, but that's going to get them on my email list and they'll be able to hit them up mm-hmm. with other things. And didn't really work out like that. And then the second book, or the third one, I'm always sitting at bars by myself and I was just, I'm always drawing. So I did, a, I was like, oh, I instead of having to fill all these pages, because I was like, what are other people doing to make money faster? That's why they put journals out because mm-hmm. it's just 50 pages of lines put out by the oatmeal. And you're like, you didn't do anything. It's like, I need to start doing this. It's, oh, you put a lot of time in the cover and then you just put like page one through 50 with lines and this is sponsored and it's 50 bucks. You're like, all right. You can get it personalized, have your name on it. Oh man, people love that stuff. Like me. I'm going to write about me. But I thought of that. I was like, all right, I want to do something that like that. And so I did a sketchbook. It was called Drink and Draw, a sketchbook for single people sitting at bars. And okay. it was just all these prompts. It's like, hey, this is just something for you to do. We're sitting at the bar. And, I, and so it was like, draw the bartender, draw your favorite beer. <laughs> I draw. love that. But, it, but then it got like, fucked up. You know? <laughs> yeah. Then it was like some crazy shit. And I was like this. So I went to every bar that I knew in Raleigh. I was like, hey, can I just leave this here? And love then I that. left it and I kept going back and people were filling oh, out. I love that. Out. I love that. And then they were like. And I was like, I'm seeing a pattern. People love drawing dicks and <laughs> huge fans of drawing this. That's so true. my fourth book was called Draw Some Richards, <laughs> dot, dot, dot. It was like for people who like to draw, dot, you get the idea. Yeah. But every page was draw Richard at the bar, draw Richard skiing, draw Richard doing black tar heroin. It was like, this is legit. Why is that? What is the same reason they send you pictures? I guess. Oh, why do they draw dicks? Yeah, everyone yeah. loves to draw dicks and what? boobs. You should do a book it's about easy. boobs. You don't have a lot of talent to draw. <laughs> no. Talent you need. It's, it's just hilarious. So silly. Yeah, it's just I so bet silly. It is hilarious. Yeah, it was, and it sucked because COVID totally screwed up the whole thing because I put those books around town and I'd go back and I was like, Jesus Christ, like <laughs> things that people did. It's incredible. So then the fifth one, I was like, okay, I got to do something else. I got to step it up. And I was, I was somewhere <laughs> and uh, I was like, I'll, I don't know how the couples checklist came about. And so I, like I bought these little moleskin books and I was just taking my comic and I was like, well, I'll draw it and make hand-drawn books so I could sell them for more money because it's like hand-drawn, it's custom-made. Mm-hmm. And somehow I started drawing about just like a checklist for couples to do to see if they're, they should be together. Mm-hmm. I don't know where it came from. I drew it within a couple hours and just like, here would be something to see if they should go do this and it's go have a picnic together, but then the response would be like, oh, that was sweet. Or it's like, we're allergic to grass. That's like the yes or no. And <laughs> right. then it just, but then it was like fucked up shit it's again. Shit again. <laughs> yeah. But I see a pattern to these books. There's always like this playfulness. It's like me in the corner being like, what are they going to do? <laughs> and, but then after I drew it, it was so fast. And after I sat back and dissected it more, it's like, me in general, this is the conversations that I want to do all of these things with someone, but. I think these are conversations that you should have with somebody, even if it's super wild or if it's really sweet, it's, there's a psychological thing. Cause right there in that moment, when you read it together and you're with that person, your person, and you look at them and one's going, I know what I would do. What would you do? And (laughs) you see where they don't know each other. And then it's, there's a funny aspect of it, but then there's also how well do we know each other? And then you have friends that are together with someone. You're like, why are you together? Mm -hmm. Do you not see this as awful and toxic? So it's like this mission to not to have people know who their person should be because it's like, I never, it's awful to feel that way when right. you get divorced. So that's mm-hmm. like kind of ties back to that. So this whole thing, you really look at it, it goes right back to that like 
divorce thing in some way. And there's also just me being like a little kid being like, how can I like fuck with people? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Always fun. Both. You yeah. get to satisfy yeah, yeah. Both, both and help people. So it's great. Yeah. And the funny thing too is that I then I got this whole like marketing idea. I was like, I'm going to go and videotape people reading the book for the first time as a couple and just get their reactions. It was so awesome. I did like five couples and you'd see them. They were like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> just look at each other. It was so funny. And you could see, but you could see like their dialogue together where luckily all the ones I talked to, like they had a really good relationship and they would laugh. They're like, oh, we've done this. And they would like, won't say it out loud, which is even cooler because it's like, it's that whole mystery thing. What is, what is that thing they do? They're like, this is ours. And they look at, they're like, oh, we haven't done this before. And they, and then you see like the boyfriend or something like, look over there. <laughs> <laughs> Just totally do that. Or the, the person's like, we wouldn't do this, and they're like, he's on the same. He's like, yeah. <laughs> I really want to do yeah. that. Yeah, I've seen some of the questions. Yeah, I brought. I think <laughs> Are you gonna get one <laughs> for you and Jamie? Oh. I think I have some in my Jeep. Oh, I definitely. Yeah, I definitely got to bring some. I gotta have one. No, I can see some, and I would just be like, oh, he definitely would answer different from me. But I think some people <laughs> will answer. They won't maybe not answer truthfully because they want you to still like them. But they, that's that's they, silly. I know it's silly. I'm just saying. But it's like that's how you get to know someone though, right? <laughs> right. It's just like how deep down can liar. go in their brain. Right. Yeah. It's no, like, no, I agree. What aren't they sharing with you? Right. Like, what are they? Maybe they'll say something and you're like, that just brought us closer together because I now know this right. and we can talk about more things. It just opens the door a bit more. Right. Right. Where you're just not, we don't talk about these things. We don't do these things. You're like. Man, you're only alive for next how many yeah. other decades or whatever. Like <laughs> tomorrow, yeah. one of them you. was like what, right. like trip shrooms together or something. And yeah. if you guys like do mushrooms together. Yeah, and if someone's like all high and mighty, like I would never. And then you're like, oh, <laughs> not that I want, I want to, to, but um, have you? I might have. What else <laughs> shall we talk about? Know. What else are you not going to do with me? Yeah, I was just yeah. looking at the the little excerpts that you have online on the website. There are some that are really great, looking at supporting each other in your dreams. And and there's two options, little check boxes <laughs> under each question. And so the mushroom one is up here, but there's also so there's ones like spitting each other's faces during sex and the options are spat or not sure that'll be happening <laughs> or ones like support each other's dreams and it's yay hooray dreams are fun or figured out it does it's, it's very fun yeah. and playful but it also really to your point these are conversations that if you're going to be a long-term relationship you, you should have. probably have they, yeah they can start really silly but there's a deeper right you know, reason in yeah there's like a whole psychological thing I'm so fascinated by talking to people because mm -hmm. especially because I have a podcast too and I interview people all the time and I'll just I can just see where they're doing something I'm like let me ask you more about that and they're like oh wow I never thought of it like this and so mm -hmm. I just love to see let me like pull left, something yeah. out like maybe you're not seeing that and I'm not trying to make them feel uncomfortable right. but it's so much fun so it's I'm doing that as well with this comic and all these things that I put out yeah so what's next on your bucket list I don't know like right now I'm in a like I have, so I do three things. It's like the animation company, which makes money. So I've worked for myself for 16 right. years and that, that ebbs and flows of if I like it or hate it, but it's, that's the money. But with a comic, I just wake <laughs> up sometimes and I don't know, like something I did recently, which is nothing. It was just like a video. There was a it's dance TikTok video. Mm -hmm. It's like Kelly something. She's And I saw that and I busted out. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just laughed my ass off as I'm animating this. So I took my character and it's her and this other guys and like a dance tv show or something he's pretty popular yeah she does it with all kinds of people recently she did it with twitch and his wife allison holker that were on so you think you can dance but she always has these just short little clips quirky of her dance quirky things. dancing but it, it's also the cinematography for it and how it follows her and her the movements it's very cool yeah <laughs> but please continue no so it's like, i take the whole the weirdness in my head but then i know technical things like i know how to 
find her video on YouTube. I have a thing that can rip video. So I downloaded it, put in After Effects, and then frame by frame had my guy doing the same dance as the two of them. Cool. And, uh, and I posted it and just went out, it just took off. And it's just, but then the next day everyone forgets about it. So it's like, how do you constantly keep doing it? So I wake up and I'm like, what's like the new technology out there that's, you know, that's where cool. Facebook did something where it was, I remember they put the boxes in your head in Instagram and it would just flip yeah. through and stop. The, it's like an open source thing. So I watched a YouTube video and made one for me. It's like, which daily bread are you? It's like today yeah, it's like, like stabby, that. sassy <laughs> or something like that. And yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's, I would just, once I don't know what I'm doing, I sit back and I'm just like, all right, that means something's coming up. Yeah. And to then be it, creative. Yeah. I don't know what that's like. Yeah. And it's a fun little way <laughs> to start your day. I know actually it the is. day that Mike and I met was May the 4th. Because it was all the Star Wars yeah. people geek mm-hmm. out. May the fourth be with you. So I woke up and saw his story on your daily bread, and it said Happy Star Trek Day. You know, just to piss off all the Star Wars people. Yeah, a lot of it's just like, how do I fuck with people today? Yeah, I'm a little over May fourth. That whole scenario. I'll tell you one thing. That. A couple years ago, when the whole Justin Timberlake thing, it's going to be May. Yeah. That still gets me. I think yeah. it's one of the funniest. That one things I still ever. like, but then the May the fourth. I don't know why. Yeah. That just shows, yeah. I guess, where my interests lie with yeah. Justin. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of what fair. did it. It was just like, you fucking dorks. I'm going <laughs> to... Yeah, yeah. So where can people find you? You got a website. You got a... We know you have a blog, a po- podcast. <laughs> yeah. So the Daily Bread, it's Your Daily Bread, B-R-E-D, on Instagram. It's yourdailybread.com. It's, that's where you can buy the book. Okay. I do a podcast where I just talk about my life by myself for that too. And then I have a punk podcast called This Was the Scene. It's actually wore the shirt today. It's about the late 90s punk scene. You can look that up. Oh, so you do know mu- music history. Well, it's like specifically oh, about the punk scene. In New- it started with oh. the punk scene in Jersey between in the late 90s. So it's so specific. Yeah. Where people specific. were like, that's so, st- I would never listen to that. Or the people were like, I would so. <laughs> Once you hit something that Hard, like where it's super niche down. Mm-hmm. That's just pure business and marketing over the years. Right, right. that. But then it's you tie that into what your personal interest is, and it's just like golden. Yeah, nice, love it, nice. And then what's the com- name of your company that pays the bills? Oh, and drive80.com. D r i v eight d r i v e eight zero. That's the animation to explain our videos for people who are frustrated that people don't get what they do. So I explain <laughs> it in sixty seconds with wow. animation. Love that. That is uh, cool. That's where Gilda. It's been so yeah. much fun. You're so interesting. Thank I you. mean, and, I don't mean that in a weird. You're just you've been through a lot, but you. But I've laughed more than yeah. on any podcast we've ever done on a serious subject, and that's the way you educate people. I think is that's the way they're open to it. Yeah, and, yeah, and I, I like I said before, just be creative. That creative mindset that you obviously have, and then using something that was traumatic and pouring your where you excel into that area. And so what what can I draw from here? And then what can I draw? Boom. Yeah. So if any of our listeners are out there, obviously check out Mike and everything, but draw on your own backstory. <laughs> draw. And I can't say it. Seriously, <laughs> no. Don't be stuck on that. Uh, it was cute the first time. <laughs> I, I didn't mean to say it. It's just happenstance. But I think you, know. you just do as many things as possible and do that thing that you there's always that one weird little thing that people love to do and and it's, they're afraid to tell someone, but maybe that's like the thing. But stop suppressing it and just do it. But you don't have to tell anyone. You don't have to like post it on Instagram and be like, this is mine. Find your joy in some way, is what I think. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Find, your, find your joy. Find your joy. Yeah, mine's bourbon sometimes or <laughs> all the time. <laughs> what we, I feel like we asked guests this a lot, Mike, having gone through the situation now, obviously with a divorce and you've been able, I love that you've been able to turn it into everything that you have. What advice would you give people that 
are, are gone divorced. through a divorce or yeah, are going or well, had, well, thinking about it. It's going to be different because I luckily, and everyone says this, they're like, oh, you didn't have kids. And so, yeah, I get it. I think it's just different perspectives. You can hear this and you can be like, go screw yourself. But it really is. They just don't want to be with you. And it's how you're going to digest that over the, over the long run. But it's going... If you are whatever age you are, and if, let's say you make it to 100, you only have this much time. So how much of that shit do you want to carry with you? And then the only thing that's going to get it you over it is just you got to find some way to drop it. You got to you literally have to forgive the person like you. I don't know. Work for me to do it face to face because that's just like my style. But you just got to forgive them. Right. Yeah. And it's really hard. You, you got to do the things and like follow your gut when it's going like when you feel everything open up and you want to fight it so bad and your ego steps in, it's listen to that right. because that's the way you're going to get through it. Excellent. Excellent. That's so powerful. Mm -hmm. It's so true. Great. Yeah. Ain't that to <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening. This episode is complete. Visit newdirectionfamilylaw.com for show notes and resources and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube for more resources and information. And remember, with change comes empowerment.